Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to By Deception, We Wage War. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it is Thursday, May 5th in the year 2022. And before we begin tonight, a very important mention and a great thank you to you and many prayers and thanks to God. We just crossed 25 million downloads, 25 million downloads. Can you believe that? All right, Patriots, so that's 25 million downloads, 120 countries. We are growing like crazy, and that's God's hand pushing this thing all over the place. This is beautiful. I want to thank you all. This has been a huge growth together. We're making this channel massive and literally leading with knowledge and faith, like we said from the very beginning. And that's the only way we're going to win this thing. The 25 million downloads, and now we're headed up. Just keep going and going. That's in a year and a half. Can you believe that? Only God can do that. So needless to say, it's a big night and a big day. Actually, we broke that number last night on Fishers of Men. But it's pretty impressive and pretty crazy. So thank you all very much. Before we begin tonight, after that great little celebration, we're going to do a little bit of reminder that you got to make sure you're getting good sleep. And how do you get good sleep? Well, of course. What do you do? You go to MyPillow.com. Because they've got the best, coolest, most comfortable products on the market when the greatest CEO in our history, really. And they've got an amazing sale going on right now. Buy one, get one free. Use your promo code BARDS. That's MyPillow Sheets, bed sheets, two for one. Giza Elegance My Pillows, two for one. Or buy it's buy one, get one free, not two for one. Buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. And we get Roll, roll and go anywhere pillows, buy one, get one free. My pillow six-piece towel sets, those rock, buy one, get one free. And with every purchase, you're going to get Mike's soft, a, cup, a copy of Mike's book, which is What Are the Odds? His story from going from addict to America's greatest CEO. You're going to get a copy of that included with every purchase that you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And there's all sorts of uh, tons of other great sales going on. They've got the MyPillow doggy beds, the MyPillow blankets for dogs and animals. They've got the My Slippers, and these are just huge same. My Slippers are 50% off. The pet blankets, 30% off. MyPillow dog beds, $19.99. All with your promo code BARDS. So get on over there. Mattress toppers, mattresses, sleepwear. Man, I'll tell you, it's like going shopping. 
and you can get great stuff for the kids too. So anyway, mypillow.com forward slash Bards. That's Bards Nation's landing page. Use your promo code. If you want to speak to a real person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS. Those Patriot Pillow Counselors will get you hooked up. You will not be disappointed. There you go. All right, Patriots, we're going to have some great conversation tonight about a subject that is near and dear to my heart. And what is that subject? Information warfare. I love information warfare. I love information warfare because information warfare is all about getting your enemy to give up without firing a shot. They just collapse if it's done right. And the guys that always carry guns, they never like information warfare. They're like, oh, man, you guys are not cool because we can't kick indoors and shoot people in the face. And you're like, nope, don't need to because we've got information warfare on our side. Here's the thing. Right now, we have to remember a quote that I think is very important. That's Thomas Jefferson. When people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. Now, there's a lot of things happening right now and a lot of movement. I want to share with you some different perspectives tonight before we dig into the depths of information warfare. Number one, we're going to go to the Supreme Court issue. And there should be no question whatsoever that this is all kind of Skanky, the whole way things came out, okay? You have a leak that came out in a perfect timing to manage to redirect everybody's attention away from the Pfizer dock bit. You have, that's 80,000 pages of Pfizer release that revealed that people were getting, were being affected by the injection and women were becoming infertile along with men. You have the same time that this leak comes out, it just happens to coincide with the release of 2000 mules, which is the excellent documentary on how they helped rig the election using people literally carrying ballots. It also overlaps with the moment when Ghislaine, 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 whatever her name is, Maxwell is going to be sentenced. That's when this thing's going to come out. And there's, all sorts of dual narratives going on to keep people at odds with one another as we see the collapse of the world food system, the continuing narrative to try to take away your rights, which is kind of a small but very important deal. Listen to this 25 seconds. My vantage point, this is like throwing gas on a fire. This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign, will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 agenda. Do you hear that? They're going to accelerate the 2030 agenda. Why? Well, because Democrats, their biggest partners in the US, are going to lose all their power in just a few months. Mm-hmm. Nothing in politics is coincidence. And there's a dead point right there. You have to appreciate that everything that you're witnessing in the media, everything you're witnessing in politics, everything around our world is all planned and scheduled. Now, yesterday, actually, I'm sorry, on the 2nd of May, a video was quietly released on YouTube. And it surfaced today on Steve Bannon's channel. And it's got some Patriots kind of, Freaking out a little bit. 
It's called Ghost in the Machine. It was released by 4th PSYOP Group, but it was pushed out by the 1st Special Forces Group, and it refers to the ghosts. And so there's some comments going around on the web right now that this video represents a, a reinforcement of the new Truth Commission setting, being set up by Homeland Security. So first thing I want to start out with a little bit is a discussion about PSYOPs, but I want to dispel some of this if you're having any concern about this. Jade Helm was one of those operations that got every patriot in the world flipped out of their mind under President Obama, especially militias, as they became convinced that special forces was going to take over the country and seize their guns and, and lock and load and all that good stuff. You have to understand something about special forces. I'm not going to speak for all the special operations, but I am going to speak for special forces. These guys are near and dear to my heart. I've worked with them. I've had the honor and privilege of actually training them. And I'm going to tell you this about special forces, the reason they were stood up. And this all takes us into, by deception, we wage war. John F. Kennedy stood up special forces, and that's why they have named the training center John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Training Center, JFK Special Warfare Training Center. It's down at Fort Bragg. It's where special forces are trained. It's where they go through Q course, which is their, and yes, it's called Q course, just so I'd say it. Don't miss the obvious, okay? Special forces was came out of World War II. It, its origins were when with OSS, and the principle of special forces was to create a military capability not owned by the CIA or in the intelligence community, but a military capability that would be able to overthrow rogue governments by empowering the people to do so. Special forces is the only unit in the army that has a dedicated prayer. It is their prayer. It's the special forces prayer. I've read it here a number of times on this channel. These men and women are had a mission to keep from having large invading armies go into, into war and use the local indigenous people, the will of the people, to fight guerrilla warfare, to topple full governments and overthrow occupying armies. But there's another part of the mission that very few people know about. And it was one of the reasons that John F. Kennedy set up special forces. And it was one of their core mission issues that's seldom ever discussed. You see, at the time Special Forces was stood up, we were coming out of the coming in and around the Cuban Missile Crisis. Kennedy was very aware that that was not just that wasn't some Ruski Russian thing. It wasn't the Soviet Union, which is actually what that was at the time. But that was this was all part of a much bigger organization to overthrow the United States. What we will refer to today as the Deep State, which is in a better known way, is known as the Black Nobility. The black nobility takes us into the Rothschilds and takes us into the old money that has wealth beyond anything you can ever imagine and power. And they're the ones that tie in with the Jesuits and all the other secret societies. It's the families of it's the 13 families that ultimately ruled the world. Special Forces mission was very important to understand that part of their role was the ultimate defense of the United States. And in the event that there was an invasion or overthrow of the government, the special forces teams would deploy across the country 
and they would go into action by embedding in local communities and be there to organize guerrilla defense forces to fight back and retake this nation. They are the only unit, to my knowledge, that has been tasked with that as a core mission. So I say all this because every time Special Forces manages to hit the radar, you better ask yourself why they are on the radar. Like Jade Helm. Everybody freaked out about Jane Helm. I was with Special Forces guys when that was happening and they're asking me the simple question what the hell is wrong with america do they not understand that like we're the first line of defense to protect their guns and the answer is no but again why did that happen and we'll get into that in a minute but it happened because of the principles of operation mockingbird which is run by the cia because the cia wants the people not trusting special forces patriots if there's one beret that you can trust it is the Green Beret. Loyal to the core. They are American patriots through and through. And you will find no other man or woman alike that will defend this country to its core values as they will. Now, I say that because this video today that was released, which was titled Ghosts in the Machine, which was all laid out towards a principle of psi-war, which is psyop. Here's the deal. That came from First Special Forces. This is a very powerful video. I'll put a link under tonight's show. Take a look at it. This is the group. There, to me, and I'm just going to give you a quick interpretation as we dig into this tonight, this is a very important timing and message. It all coincides with all the other events that are happening this week. If you will watch the video and watch it with an open mind to hear it as a message, not as a recruitment video as they're pitching it, because good PSYOP is always going to be a recruitment. It just a matter depends on who they're recruiting. But it's a message to me. This is how I read it. It's a bigger message to let a lot of people in the deep state know a singular message that arrives at the end, which is this, we are everywhere. And we are. Because the whole principle of war is to create an understanding that through information, through deception, through persuasion, we will change, we will influence, we will recreate a new direction in the society. And that then breaks up and is literally, as God would put a sword to the world, it does the same thing. It separates the wheat from the chaff. And then you understand who you have to work with and who remains on the enemy's camp. Over the last six years, we have witnessed one of the greatest separations of the wheat and the chaff in this nation we have ever seen. And just to be clear, you need to dispel of the idea of seeing some sort of heroic takedown with a military coup. It is not going to happen that way because in the true art of deception, you never see anything. It always looks like what you think. It's just a slow degradation and collapse of society. We had that happen. We had that happen to us on November 20th. I'm sorry, November 4th, 2020, when a rogue CIA element tied to the deep state engineered and ran the biggest coup in the history of America, which was the election of 2020, overthrowing the election in our face in what is effectively a color revolution. 
people have asked again and again, why haven't we seen any response? Why haven't we done anything? I'm not going to tell you that there is an organized response, though I will tell you there's a lot of fantastic patriots in this nation that are fighting like hell to get our country back. But I would, will tell you this. The American public has been willful clowns in this show. Way too many people have accepted the election. Way too many people denied the idea of a thrown election. And when that happens, and that's a very effective color revolution, you can't take back a nation easily because the idea of an of color revolution is to convince people through psyop psyop works two ways that it was real that it was truly the will of the people that put joe biden into office and they those people that support that belief become part of the problem and become part of the insurgency that overtook the country because their views prevent a counter move very quickly what has been happening over the last two years, whether or not by a systematic design or by an outcome of just very loyal patriots across this nation, has been a slow and steady change in the sentiment of our nation. We have gone from a place of people just accepting the election to where we are now at the majority of Americans. It's about 70 plus percent now, as I think the latest poll have accepted that the election was rigged. That is a very critical number when you're dealing with PSYOP. You need to get the majority of the people, the sentiment of the people, keyword, sentiment of the people, needs to be in a place where they agree with the common view of what the actual violation or wrong was. The wrong was that the election was stolen. But unfortunately, due to the, and a very intense media campaign, due to a way too many people being asleep, way too many people wanting to believe in an outcome, too many people willfully accepting that President Trump was too divisive, all of these things, a very aggressive and frothing left that wanted to believe against all odds that they would win this no matter what that president trump was the absolute most hated and horrid president ever which is all a lie because they bought the view of the mainstream media the overthrow was actually very effective and it prevented it has it has been an effective way to prevent a counter move very quickly you've seen the corruption in the courts you've seen the corruption in our media these people are all in bed together for the sole purpose of toppling the United States. And the willful NPCs out here, those drones that are walking around the streets, parroting the media, are quite literally nothing more than enemies of the state until you convince them over. And the one thing you don't want to do when you topple a nation, or either way, topple it or when you try to take it over, take it back, is you don't want to infuse a civil war. It doesn't work as a positive end game because then you lose total control. Unwinding the, the color revolution is a very difficult process. One of the greatest engines that's been working here are the loyal patriots out here speaking every day, pushing information, breaking through the blockades. The people in, in media, this is an information war by, by definition. So, I come back to this piece, The Ghost in the Machine, and it's a very important piece because it was put out on May 2nd, 2022. And it gives you a bit of a snapshot and it poses some very important questions. And the number one question everyone should be asking in this war is, 
Who are the puppet masters? Who's pulling the strings on all of this? Who is creating the wars in the Ukraine? Who is creating the issues in China? Who is pulling the strings? We know a lot of the players as this has evolved and players that we never, we never looked at until in the last year. One of them is Larry Fink, a despicable trader from BlackRock who has been buying up everything. We've known the Bill Gates character. That's nothing. But understand that these people are front men to a much deeper power structure, which is referred to as the black nobility. And this power structure is massive. It's global. It's, it's penetrated everywhere, and their, their practices are ruthless. If you speak out against the black nobility, if you speak out against their grubby hands and trying to overthrow government, people end up dead very frequently. They don't like to be revealed. The black nobility is what decides who the actual pope is. The black nobility are the secret societies that infest police departments, that infect government, that infect hospitals, that infect corporations, bankers. They control the game board. And they've infiltrated over many generations and many years. The black nobility is the true enemy of this. That supersedes states. They are a super corporation that overlays the, the nation states, which themselves are fake alliance or fake boundaries to keep people divided. So whatever counter move happens, to be successful, you have to be prepared to take on the black nobility. John F. Kennedy knew it would existed. He talked about the secret societies, and they blew his head off, literally. So this is the type of coup you're talking about because they're in our government, they're in your local politics, and they're in the very nature around us. This victory in this country is not going to be a victory that comes from top down. I've been saying this over and over. There will be good actions that will move things over time in our government. My personal opinion is things are coming to a pretty critical head right now. There's a very interesting theory, which I'll share with you, that came out today. And this was posted today by someone who has, has had a very good account. It's at Major Patriot is the account. And this is what he wrote. The five conservative justices have each been assigned 24-hour military protection. This isn't about Roe versus Wade. This is about the impending SCOTUS ruling to overturn the 2020 election in, the, in this upcoming June. Very possible. I'm not going to say it's not possible. But I have to go back to the level of this infestation. The infestation we are dealing with is not going to be solved simply by overturning the election. In fact, it's going to make it worse. And all you have to do is look around you because the art of PSYOP and what it's doing right now in this whole mastery is it's revealing the enemies to us. And in the end, there is truly a God's hand in good PSYOP, trust me, because you don't just do a simple program and things work. There's a lot of truly powerful work that goes on. And ultimately, if you're on the side of good and you're siding with where you need to be, things, tremendous things happen. But relens what just happened in the Supreme Court and look at it in terms of a PSYOP operation. Again, this is an opinion. It is not based on any sort of substantial fact, but I want you to consider this view as a possible event that happened in the Supreme Court. So pay attention. This leak could very well have been instrumented by what we would refer to as white hats, good guys. 
there would be a lot of purpose for doing it this way. Number one, by releasing this and by coming out on the same day as the event of the the 2,000 mules, what would have happened is that you would have ended up, by virtue of that, bringing more attention to 2,000 mules than it would have gotten otherwise because the media was going to suppress it. So by trying to, by bringing an event which people then linked, knowing that there's a fantastic citizen army out here of, of citizen soldiers and information soldiers, they would have linked those two events. And a good PSYOP team will identify these potential links and outcomes. They're going to be part of their analysis. So what they would have done is they would, in this scenario, the good guys would make the leak. Through the leak, they would be justified in putting military protection around key judges, which they need to protect. In the process of this, there would be other people that would be associated with the leak that they would be able to, that they would, or within the infrastructure that they would be able to entrap in this process. They'd be able to see, they might even just make the knowledge that the leak was going to happen. It could be that simple. All the point is, is that you now begin to see PSYOP in play. The question you need to keep asking is always, where is the big view of the, of the crowds? Remember what President Trump would insist on? That he'd always tell the media to pan the crowd, and they never would? But it was only the independent people that would pan the crowd. Why was he doing that? Because he understood that what was going on in most of the rallies and in most of these events was a PSYOP. When you see Biden speak, you never see the crowd because they can put canned laughter in and they can create an event that has nobody and make it sound like there's thousands. When Obama had many of his rallies, we know for a fact now that most of those players that were there were hired stand-ins to make the crowds look big. We never imagined that because we couldn't imagine the level of money that was being dumped through MI5 and MI6 under the name of Soros. Keep in mind what I just said. The United Kingdom has been actively involved in overthrowing our government. Their hands are deep in this pot. And for our British friends that live out there, I'm telling you, you need to hold your government accountable because not only is it trying to kill you through your injection, it is trying to overthrow us. Get rid of the queen and get rid of that those dirtbags up in, up in the parliament. But that's another story. We are dealing with a war that's been waged against us by multiple vectors in multiple countries. None of this undoes itself easily because we're constantly under threat. But the one thing that you can do is you can use PSYOP as a massive weapon system. Consider this in another sideline of this. When you look at the Supreme Court issues that are going on right now, and you see that there's fences up, which, by the way, those fences were put up within minutes of of this article release, which is unusual. You had... AOC and others tweeting out about the leak before it ever happened. So there's definitely collusion going on. It was likely an entrapment operation, as would be my opinion. Either way, the outcome is still the same. They're entrapped in their own in their own stupidity. The people that arrived out in front of the protest already had signs made. They were professionally printed. They had they were well organized and they responded very quickly within less than twelve hours. This is a pr- pre-planned, staged event with talking points already established. Politics is a PSYOP. So whosever side they're working on, this was a known script that was coming out. 
Everything you're witnessing, the world is literally a stage. And in this, the dimension of warfare we're fighting right now is referred to as fourth dimension, fifth dimension warfare. Excuse me, fifth dimension warfare. Let me read you a quote from Christopher James Flaherty. There is, this was written in his book, Far Horizons and Strategy, Australian Special Forces Strategy from 1997. Listen to this. This is now a techno, there is now a technological solution an approach that makes possible the feat of entering the opponent's decision-making loop via the imaginative use of information technology. In, in the sense, its key contribution is that it conce- conceptually presupposes that we move into the informative a- information age, new possibilities are realized as the ability to enter into the mind of the opponent becomes reality, not merely guessing at their motives and actions, but molding and directing them as well. The addiction that people have within this information cycle, and this is where you've heard me talk a lot about the importance of actually getting out and taking action in the local community and not just being an information warrior. You're dealing with everything around you in the information system. It has now become a psyop. It's become part of puppeteering because the elites are, there is a battle going on between the elites. There is one, and both of those sides are ultimately to try to control the people. There is a third avenue here, which we'll talk about at the end. But this whole component we're dealing with here is people trying to get you to one side or the other. We have two parties, which are one party with two faces. It doesn't matter how many ways you cut that. And the majority of the guilty are as much Republican as they are Democrat. In fact, I think the Republican Party is worse than the Democrat Party because they've been the silent agents of transformation and the Democrats have been the deception of what they want you to look at. So let's go back to Supreme Court. The media is carrying the Supreme Court issue in overdrive. They are talking about the the leak. They are openly discussing it, which means they want you to look at it. In a true true PSYOP way, this is how this works. They want you to look there and not here. PSYOP in its principles is about deception, persuasion, changing the ideological structure you're on, influencing you to a new direction, and then even inspiring you to accept a new way of going. Right now, the World Economic Forum, the WHO, the UN, the, this deep state element here is all trying to persuade its base and you to join them in this idea of a great new reset. They have had a massive psyop running the whole time. They hate Americans for the most part because, as typically goes, we're very defiant and not very compliant. Unfortunately, there has been way too much compliance with COVID, which was another psyop, to get people to break their will and drop their defenses. Now, what we've seen since January 20th is we've seen that the right, the conservative base, MAGA, which is once again back in the news being attacked by Biden as one of the most radical groups in U.S. history. MAGA, which ties, which includes the Q movement, which includes a lot of things, but the whole principle of the patriot movement in the United States, the whole foundation, had its wind knocked out of them on January, on November 4th. And then again on January 6th, the left was hoping that that would be, in my opinion, a coup d'etat to that would be the leveling and there'd be no resistance. People would just break their will. And so they followed then with more COVID stuff, more lockdowns, the push on the vaccine, the whole bit. 
more stimulus money to buy you off. Everything to also elevate up their base to empower them while they were trying to purge and ultimately victimize those on the right. The one good thing, though, about a solid base, especially a base that's rooted in faith, is it has the ability to come back with a very steady and very solid view, very level view. Remember, the one thing that the conservatives have in their advantage in this entire fight has always been the guns. 90% of the guns are owned by the by patriot conservative Americans. But you notice that that's never been a fault. That's never been used. And this, again, is some of the base wisdom that's been pushed out here through the information space to keep people very level. If I was an information operator in this in this fight right now as working in the military sphere all of these things would be identified we would look at this perspective of the conservative base there would be an assessment made that these people are very patriotic they're very loyal to work with that they are very level-headed but they need encouragement to get over this bump to be able to fight back other than with guns you would, need to, you would need to empower and mobilize an information army. You would want them to, be able to feel the importance of being engaged and to get engaged. You'd need to count on the fact that these people would start to awaken and realize that getting into local action would be very important. And you would do all of this using words as, and ideas as ammunition. The battlefield now is being prepped. And it has been prepped for the last six years. Every one of us has been part of that preparation. Every PSYOP war, no war is won completely by PSYOP. You always need boots on the ground and you need to do things but that require physical men or women in the ground during the, doing the dirty deed, which means rooting the enemy out and in one way or another, kill or capture. That has to happen. That's war. And it will never change. But what PSYOP does more than ever is it shapes the tenor and it shapes the ideological foundation of the war. When you don't have a solid PSYOP counter movement, it's easy for an enemy to sweep in. This is how we have overthrown full nations using what we call a color revolution. I say we, not in a good way, meaning the United States, which this stuff was engineered out of the bowels of the CIA, to overthrow full nations. And one of the critical instruments of control has always been the media. The media is one of our most despicable and most abhorrent enemies we could ever face. And it goes back to what many of you know is Operation Mockingbird. And Operation Mockingbird was actually, if you read like a WikiLeaks entry, it'll tell you it started in 1977. That's not true at all. Operation Mockingbird had its foundations starting in 1948 under Frank Weisner. And he was a person who was appointed director of the Office of Special Projects. And over time, he was encouraged to build a capability that concentrated on propaganda, economic warfare, preventative direct action, sabotage, anti-sabotage, demolition, and, evac and the evacuation of ideas across a culture, which included subversion and the destruction of ideologies. That led to the establishment of Operation Mockingbird in the U.S. media, which was to try to bring U.S. media agents under the influence and a willful alliance with the CIA. The way that some of that was pitched was in defense of the nation to defend us against 
the Russian invasion, the communist invasion. And so many media people were brought on board to start that way. But over time, like any good drug dealer does to its addicts, they feed them a little and then eventually they entrap them to do other things. But the early, one of the early recruits of this was Phil Graham, who was a writer for the Washington Post and other, a full array of other journalists. Just listen to some of these journalists that were part of the program, which, which included over 300 newspapers by the time we got to the mid-50s. Stuart Alsop of the New York Times Herald, Ben uh, Bridell of the Newsweek, James Reston of New York Times, C.D. Jackson, Time Magazine, Walter Pincus, Washington Post, Walter Winchell, New York, Time, New York Daily Mirror, Drew Pearson, Walter Lippmann, William Allen, White, Edgar Arson Moreau, Morrow, Chicago Daily News, Hal Hendricks, Miami News, Whitelaw Reed, New York Herald Tribune. This thing, this list goes on and on. These were all journalists that were on the CIA payroll and an instrument in being able to, at that time, even influence elections. In fact, it is said that Henry Luce, who was the owner of the large media operation at the time, was instrumental in using his influence and his magazines to get Eisenhower elected. So the idea of the media being involved to directly influence the public is not new. And it was an instrumental part of this war and has been for years. When the CIA expanded Project Mockingbird, which now is probably goes by a dozen other names because special projects programs only survived by name until they're identified. And then they officially cancel them. They always break them up and then they always rename them under something you wouldn't expect. But in the concept of Operation Mockingbird, not only do they have agents working for them, it's become more so sophisticated and it's hard to identify because what they've done now is they've created agents which have become CEOs, which themselves are CIA-backed people that are building their own networks of people under them that are either former intelligence people or they're being trained in, and as operators within them. So it's, it's basically like having growing a family, if you will, or growing a network. This also includes the full network of, of uh, professors and universities, administrators across education boards, government officials, SES class, which is a senior executive class in the United States. It also includes operatives that have been working on U.S. soil, which is against the entire rules of the United States, to recruit radicals to bring together and build radical organizations on campus to, in, to inculcate and inoculate the ideas of radical left ideologies. All of this is the war that's being waged on the, on the side of the toppling of the United States, which came to a culminate, culmination, an open culmination in, on November 4th. And you're seeing the outcome of this for the first time. And if you lens this correctly and you step back and look at every CEO, every institution, every media organization that's been lockstep with the COVID narrative, you are looking at the narrative of the, of the network of what we would loosely call Operation Mockingbird, at least what, what we would refer to that, whether it's that code name or not, I don't know. Somewhere along the way, you have to create a counter move in order to save the nation. And that counter move was likely part and parcel with the Q operation that started. And, and Q ended at least by December 20th, if not earlier. December 2020, if not earlier. Q is over. 
So that move now begs the question of who's behind that. And I don't think we will ever know. But the point is that the counter narrative now is based on the citizens doing their job, which is to counter move this in a PSYOP fashion. By deception, we wage war. This is what they have done. And when you get to the whole concept of, of, of PSYOP, that's how you change a world. But each and every one of us is part of this operation now. And it is a fight, a true war for the soul of this nation. We are dealing with a deeply embedded and entrenched enemy, an enemy that has taken those concepts of PSYOP and they've embedded them in our public school system. They have used things like Common Core, which is its principle of Common Core has its roots in the MK Ultra program which was literally how to control a subject by dismantling a mind and creating fragile, breaking it up into pieces, which each one can be reprogrammed, which they call subalterns. When you get to common core, then you're teaching it, you're breaking a child's formative thinking, confusing the whole base of how a child looks and processes at the world, and then you add on things that they're doing now in full, full force. Critical race theory, which is to develop the belief of a new subclass, which is now inverting the class system. So whites become the subclass. There's a guilt issue that's placed on there. There's a, a dismantling of their identities. And then that is rebuilt through the what is called queer theory, which is then they inject the idea that you can be any gender to rebuild these people. And each one then becomes a destabilized base, which is reinforced through their digital-based education system so that everything becomes confused and upside down. It essentially, it breaks the core of the future of the nation. This is the war that's being waged. And the only way through this is to fight this war by one, understanding what it is, and two, taking the actions that pivot away from their measures of control. So those things, as we've talked about so much here and why it is so important to do these things, children need to be homeschooled. You need to get them away from what are essentially indoctrination camps. You need to break from the reliance or trust in any media. All things need to be questioned. All narratives need to be questioned. Even if that's coming from President Trump, whether it's coming from General Flynn, all narratives need to be questioned. Facts need to be verified as much as you can. And when the facts become convoluted, step back and don't make a quick assessment. Above all things, you have to have a foundation to defeat this type of warfare. At the root of all things, you need to have an anchor on something you know you can count on every single day. Even if you shut the world off, how are you going to, how are you going to operate? Faith and a relationship with God. That isn't said lightly. It's not said from a, from a sense of, of trying to spread a faith. It's the truth because what the, the idea of a good PSYOP program is to rupture ideologies to rupture belief systems. And this is exactly what has been happening on the left. The challenge that the enemy has against us is it has to destroy an ideology in order to rebuild a new one, and that new ideology needs to pivot so that their trust and love and reliance is on the agents of power, which is the deep state, meaning they have to become gods. The greatest strength that any operation has, and if I was running an operation in this country, and I looked at where we were as a nation, the one thing that I would identify is that with faith, through faith, we have the absolute anchor that will keep people stable no matter how hard the other side attacks them. 
that's proving true. We're seeing a tremendous amount of rise in faith in this nation. We're seeing a tremendous amount of anchor in people that are able to hold on to these moments in time, not being persuaded because they have a good view and a solid view in their life centered on God and Scripture. That becomes the, in, the impossible thing to change from them. It's the rock that they stand on. And that becomes the enemy's greatest threat. It becomes the greatest threat to the enemy, and it becomes the enemy's greatest anger because they're going to attack that harder, which means that the harder they attack it, the more people will get anchored into their faith. Step back now and look again at what's happening. We're seeing this war being waged, and where are they constantly attacking? They're attacking Christians. They're attacking faith. They're attacking this. They're coming out blatantly, and they're angry at Christians for what they're, what they're saying about faith. I, mean, I have a piece here I'll bring up, which is I wasn't going to play, but I think it's worth playing this because it's stunning to hear this unraveling from somebody that is literally, I think this is the piece here. Let me check. Emergency. There's a bottle of... No, hold on a minute. That's not it. We're going to play this piece right here. This is someone who's literally coming unraveled from the whole idea of abortion. This comes off of ter- They the, do the not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your damn religion. Well, the Bible says this in this chapter, in this verse, I don't care. Okay, so you don't believe in the Bible. Where do you get your understanding of rights? You're making a lot of moral judgments and yet you have no foundation to back up the validity of those moral judgments. You say my body, my choice, but we know the child in the womb is not just your body. It's not just another organ. It's different. Different feet and fingers, organs and DNA. This is not your body. You believe that life in the womb isn't valuable or worthy of protection, but according to your world view, why would life outside of the womb be valuable and worthy of protection? After all, we're just stardust bumping into stardust. It's just survival of the fittest anyway. But you know that's not true. You know life is valuable. And yet you refuse to acknowledge it in the context of the womb to absolve yourself of responsibility. That's critical. And you notice how strong that counterargument is because it's an ideology that is so deep and so solid, obviously it's scriptural, but that they can't rock it. And what that causes is in a good PSYOP operation, when you are able to empower that message, and sometimes a PSYOP, a war is just to enable those messages to get out. You create an a impossible ba- barrier that the other side can't penetrate. And what it forces is the other side has to be completely, constantly adapting their argument, which puts them into literally what we would call a triggered meltdown. So we are living in the middle right now of a massive PSYOP. It's a psy war. That's the principal agent. Everyone keeps looking for, you know, that heroic moment when white hats are going to come in or white hats are in control or whatever you want to say. There is a solid argument that can be made that right now the narrative has shifted to the benefit of the good guys. But that's happening because people are actually engaged in speaking truth, not just on social media, but in the world. And that shift, as we are also able to see, thanks to some very effective operations at whatever level that are allowing this to be revealed, you're seeing the, the other side having to expose themselves for their deeper meaning and deeper agendas. And every time that happens, it forces people to reset their own value structure, which the majority of Americans, in one way or another, have at least a desire to have a relationship with God. 
It may not seem that way, but they do in the percentages. Remember, in a PSYOP, and the enemy's doing this all the time, they're going to focus on the minority to make it sound like a majority. That's creating echo chambers. And one of the things that they've done, and we can, and we'll go back to the Supreme Court, ask yourself how many wide-angle shots you have seen of the protesters. And the answer is very few because they keep focusing on small groups. And if you really dig into these shots that you're looking at and count the people, you're only going to see a few hundred people at most. But they're making it sound like it's all of America. That's another trick in PSYOP is to always make the few sound like they represent the majority. You're hearing that dialogue come out of every single speech, out of Pisaki's daily briefs, out of Biden, out of anybody else. Attack one group to make them the majority by making them sound like they're vicious, they're marginalized, they're radicalized, whatever, and focus on the minority and make them be the voice of the majority. That's Psy War. To undo that, we need truth. To undo that, you have to dismantle them. And you have to do that by coming at them with truth, constantly challenging them on the positions they hold from a strong position that's unbudgeable, that you cannot rock that position. And there's only one that's constantly there, and that's the foundations of faith. And when you use faith truly as God intended us to do, which is faith as a weapon system, you have created Against this enemy, you have complete dominion over them. They will rock them. They cannot stand on their own, and they will unravel before you. But you have to have fearlessness, and you have to hold the line to what you say and know that God's with you on those stances. In, in the end, what you become is the greatest war operator in history because your war is based on truth and dismantling the lie. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight very humbled with all we have before us, the challenges that are out before us of a world that is literally being ripped away from its lies and is unraveling before our very eyes. We know that in this walk of truth that we have Christ with us and we're under Christ's banner and we pray for the many to stay and hold that line, to be strong as warriors now, to hold the line of truth, to not be influenced not, not be affected by the many flechettes and arrows that are being slung, all of the attempt to derail us and break us from this path. We are dealing with a deceitful enemy that will use anything in words to lie, twist, deceive. And yet we know that when we walk in this solid place, in truth in you, that we become the most decisive, most persuasive, most influential agents of change that the world has ever seen. Guide us, protect us, lead us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, keep focused. Remember, this is a psy war, primarily a psy war. And it will continue to be crazy. But the truth is what's before us. And when we walk in that line of truth, rocked and solid, locked and solid in our faith, none of this other stuff has any effect. There's many theories floating out right there. Some are good. Some are, are disturbing. You're going to be persuaded to want to cling on to theories. Step away from them. A good operator in a PSYOP realm doesn't get attached to the theories. They stay focused on the mission. The mission is what? Dislodge the enemy. Distribute, dis, deconstruct their narratives. Persuade the enemy to come across to your side and to give up on these lies change the direction of the narrative 
influence the majority to back to a center point of confidence and strength, inspire this side to go beyond the enemy and conquer them through their defiance in action. Those tools right there are all in our hands. Stay focused. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us in this fight. Keep your prayers focused on all of this right now. Just have clarity clarity, and, and discernment. God will win this in the end, but he has put us here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.